Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DoorDash. Around 14 teams are here. State of Origin 1 is imminent. My name is Chris Kennedy. I'm in the studio. Dom Brock is dialing in remotely. He's self-quarantined with a grade two case of the sniffles. Dom, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. Sorry, I can't be in the studio, but uh, yeah, I guess Origin Fever has hit us all and uh, it's hit the team list as well. A bunch of players who have been named today, but we're not sure if they're going to be uh, lining up in a few days' time. Uh, and there's more team news as well outside of that with a few injury suspensions and uh, players dropped. Mm, plenty of uh, plenty going on, and there could be plenty of chaos between now and the round starting, depending on how State of Origin 1 goes. Uh, no Thursday game this week because of Origin, so it starts off on Friday afternoon at Lotto Land, the Sea Eagles playing host to the Cowboys. Now, at this stage, all three Origin reps named to back up, both Travoyevich brothers uh, from New South Wales and also Daly Cherry Evans, the Queensland captain. Uh, no Josh Schuster is a massive blowout with that uh, calf niggle. Uh, Kieran Foran does come back from injury, as does Hamali Olakowatu. Um, um, I guess the big question marks really are around uh, Tom Travoyevich, who's in a, a whole lot of teams. But, you know, with his hamstring issues, um, whether Des Hasler wants to risk him at this stage of the season is the question. Yeah, I think it's been assumed by most people, even the ones who have Tom Turbo in their teams, that uh, he's not going to back up uh, because of those injury concerns that you mentioned. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's been named at this stage. Most Origin players do tend to back up from Origin, despite the fears everyone has. So, yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. They have named him. They're not um, making the call just yet. So if he doesn't pop any injuries, comes through okay on Wednesday night, you know, a chance that he uh, does line up. And the other news, as you mentioned, yes, Schuster, huge blow for those of us who have got him. Um, it might just be one more week out with that uh, calf injury, but, uh, yeah, it really hurts in a week where a lot of us will be battling to get 17 players on the field once again. And... Um just in terms of the Cowboys, obviously some origin interference there as well. Valentine Holmes, uh, the Queensland fullback named uh, to back up. Uh, Cohen Hess, we're not expecting, will be involved in origin, so he's been named to start in the second row. Jason Tamalolo comes back uh, from suspension. Uh, Cole Felt, we think, is going to be in the Queensland team. He's been named as well. Um, what are your main fantasy takeouts from, uh, from the Cowboys team? I don't know. Is Jason Tomololo looking like a buy yet? He's uh, he's getting a lot getting a lot cheaper week to week. He had a really bad score. His last start, uh, twenty nine points uh, in decent game time as well. So he's going to get close to six fifty now. He's going to get down towards six hundred maybe in the next few weeks. Uh, he'll play round seventeen. So for buy, you know, for overall players aiming at the buys, he's going to be a handy pickup then. But um, yeah, I guess at least one to watch. I don't know if there's any other good pickups this week in that Cowboys team would you say? Yeah not really I know that a few people snapped up uh, Javid Bowen um, hoping that he would hang around in the absence of uh, you know Justin O'Neill, Connolly Lemuelu, some of these guys who are out at the moment but hasn't really set the world on fire in a, a fantasy sense Yeah exactly I mean it's always going to be tough being a, a centre in a team that's uh, a bit hit and miss uh, week to week so yeah, no, no safe buys. I think. I mean, Val Holmes has been quite good, but again, you know, Origin could uh, disrupt his round forty. Mm, I neglected to mention uh, Tom Dearden, the former Bronco on Club debut, but probably not a fantasy relevant factor really uh, at this point of the season. The Sharks and the Panthers, the second Friday game. We'll get to the Panthers in a second with obviously a huge origin question mark over a lot of players there. But just in terms of the Sharks, probably as per normal, not a lot to talk about. Uh, Jesse Ramian uh, scoring pretty heavily at centre is probably the most fantasy relevant player in that lineup. 
Yeah, Jesse Ramian, uh, averaging better than 50 in his last three games, uh, tackle-breaking centre, won't play origin, ticks a lot of boxes. Um, if you do need a gun centre, he's a pretty good option. Uh, elsewhere, Sean Johnson's getting cheaper. Um, he is coming off a good score, 57. Uh, in his last game, getting a lot of kick metres, kicked goals again last week with no Chad Townsend in the Sharks team. So he's been a gun in the past, maybe a cut price option for the second half of the season. Um, you'd probably want to see one or two more good scores from him first, you know, playing for a contract or what to play for, for for Johnson. So, yeah, he's the one to watch. Ramian's the one to buy. No one else in that Cronulla team interests me too much fantasy-wise. Yeah, no, me either. Let's talk about the Panthers. They have named a 1 through 17 of non origin players. Uh, Appy Coruscant, the Blues 18th man, um, named to start in the nine. But otherwise, their jersey 18 through 23 is their six origin players with, um, you know, Brian Toto's in a lot of teams, but obviously a lot of teams. But obviously, Nathan Cleary is the uh, the main one there in jersey 19. Um, I think Stephen Crichton said at uh, Panthers Media this week he's not expecting any of the origin players to, to back up. I'd be surprised if none of them do. You'd think at the very very least, you know, you're um, someone like Liam Martin, who you're not probably going to see too many minutes from on the bench, is, is going to back up. But um, that's not really a huge fantasy talking point for our purposes. It's probably all eyes on, on Cleary. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess, yeah, as you say, I mean, you know, Appy Corusau will back up, I think, even if he does get on the field as 18th man. Liam Martin probably will. Um, but yeah, Cleary, an obvious rest candidate. They've got uh, Matt Burton there, who's uh, a rock solid replacement in the halves. You know, the the Baby Panthers didn't get the job done last week, but there's still a lot of talent in that team. I think they're going to be keen to rest those real key players like Cleary if they can. Um, you know, it's all about winning the comp this year for Penrith, not winning in round 14. So, yeah, I mean, until he's out of the team, obviously leave him in your fantasy team, probably have him as captain, but um, yeah, have a good backup ready and, and expect to have a reserve come in, I think. Yeah, well, as you say, they, um, you know, I mean, their winning streak was broken last week, so there's no kind of this constant attention around how long's the winning streak going to go for. And you'd think they were obviously a bit clunky with their their attack in particular, so you think that's going to be better for the, the hit out, you know, Burton and May, a second straight game in the halves, you know, a lot of these combinations that haven't really had a chance to form because the, the regular team's been going so well um, would probably be better, you'd think, for the, the run. And, you know, Penrith's probably going to get the, the minor premiership regardless, so no, no sense burning all the players out at this stage of the season um, but yeah with Cleary I guess you can afford to leave him as captain just make sure you've got a, a decent vice captain someone who scores pretty reliably and uh, make sure your bench is structured so that um, you've got a, a half to come in and doesn't leave you short if, if Cleary doesn't end up playing um, anyway moving on to Saturday football and it's the Titans and the Roosters up there at Seabus Super Stadium to kick it off at 3pm Titans have named all four uh, origin players to back up AJ Brimson who we're expecting to be the Queensland bench utility plus um, David Feeder, who's obviously in a heap of fantasy teams, Tino Faso Malaawi, who's in uh, a few still as well, um, and probably the the ones of main concern, Mo Fodawaka, is in a few teams as well. He's also been named to uh, to back up, and uh, Greg Marshew is pretty impressive on debut against the Storm. Scored a try in the uh, was it mid to high forties, forty six, I think he got. Um, gets a, a second game with Anthony Don still uh, outside the seventeen. Yeah, he's been a. Um you know, a potential fantasy prospect for years, um, a real tackle breaker in the lower grades. So good to see him finally getting a game. Uh, as you say, Anthony Don could come back shortly. So I don't know if uh, Mars used a good option just yet. Um, very short uh, job security, but, you know, he's going to get some tackle breaks while he does play. Um, Tyron Peachy last week we were a bit concerned about, uh, relegated to the bench, surprisingly, in an understrength Titans team, but he uh, scored quite well. So played... 
53 minutes, I think, off the bench, scored 57, a lot of busts, a lot of meters, a lot of tackles. Um, yeah, really good sign. So if he can get a you know one or two uh, try involvements on top of that, he can get a really good score even off the bench, a bit like Connor Watson earlier in the season. So uh, good sign from him. Jamal Fogarty's had a couple of quiet games. He does tend to get you know either 60s or 30s, and he's had a couple of the 30s uh, in recent weeks. I guess his form's probably going to improve as the Titans does. So I wouldn't be too panicked. I don't think if you've picked him up, you know, with the buy rounds in, in mind. Just in terms of the uh, the Roosters team, also naming, um, we haven't really got a, a cohort like we're used to seeing an Origin cohort from uh, from the Roosters, but James Tedesco is certainly the one that our fantasy coaches are most concerned about. He has been named to start. You'd have to think there's a question mark there. You know, he's had some some timeouts with concussion over the past year or so. He's you know been bashed around uh, a fair bit. So um, you know they're in a, a slightly more precarious position than than Penrith are. They're trying to push to to fight for a top four spot. Um, so a little bit more important to keep the wins together for Trent Robinson's men but again you know Robinson uh, he's an old hand at this he's not going to risk anyone who's not right um, elsewhere in team news uh, Sam Walker back uh, for them is um, pretty important as well off a rest yeah a bit like uh, Manly with Tom Turbo it's kind of I think assumed by most people that uh, Tedesco won't play this week um, the last time there was mid-season origin uh, two years ago 2019 uh, Tedesco was rested after game one so Good chance it happens here. But, yeah, as you say, it's not a usual situation for the Roosters. They are coming fifth at the moment. Um, there's a little bit of a buffer between them and the teams battling uh, for the edge of the eight. But they're not, yeah, one of these top two or three teams this season. They've had a lot of injuries. So maybe there's a bit more incentive for them to, you know, play their gun players if they are fit. Uh, so maybe if Tedesco comes through fine, he'll get a go. I mean, they've named him. So, again, every player who gets named – um, in the 21 or 23-man squads on Tuesday is a chance of playing. So fingers crossed. Um, otherwise, yeah, Sam Walker, is he in sell territory if you, ha- you haven't sold him already? His um, scoring's really dipped of late. Yeah, I sold him already, um, not because I think he was a must-sell, but I've just had so many dramas and have had to sell pretty much two players every week to field 17. He's you know, coming off a few quiet scores with a high break-even and then getting a rest leading into the bye. I just, he was the logical sell for me, so I parted ways a couple of weeks ago. If you've still got him, I think I'd be playing him this week, just given, I mean, doubts over Cleary and you know people playing mm. Josh Schuster in the halves and he's out this week. So if you've got him, you probably need to, uh, to run with him this week rather than sell him. All hands on deck, I suppose, if you've got a, mm. a green dot. Um, yeah, keep them. Uh, Angus Crichton back from his two-week suspension was able to serve the second of those two weeks in the, uh, the state of origin, so that's handy for uh, coaches. Just looking at the four-man reserves list, it does seem to point towards uh, its definite cover for uh, James Tedesco, Joseph Sawali in Jersey uh, 21, the likely man into the squad if uh, Teddy's rested. They also named Brad Abbey, the former Raiders, Bulldogs, Warriors uh, fullback who's been uh, playing reserve grade for Roosters with North uh, this year, so um, certainly some backline cover if Teddy ends up uh, not playing for them. Uh, Rabbitohs and the Knights, the second Saturday game, 5.30pm there at Stadium Australia Souths, uh, actually with a pretty big um, origin contingent. They rested a couple, Dan Gagai and uh, Jai Arrow, both uh, officially out of the uh, the team this weekend, so they're definitely getting a post-origin rest. Latrell Mitchell, uh, Jaden Sewer, Damien Cook, all named to back up, uh, along with Cam Murray, so um, be a, a few question marks over them heading into the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I guess at the fact that they have, you know, already announced that they're going to rest Gagai and Arrow is probably a good sign for Cook, Latrell, Murray, that, you know, they're a very good chance of playing, I suppose. Um, so good sign there. But as you say, I mean, 
it's kind of guessing at this stage. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen Wednesday night, uh, how they're all going to back up. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just a case of fingers crossed for those ones. Um, and again, you know, Cook Latrell, really good scorers, but a really tough time to be thinking about buying those kind of players mm. in the middle of an Origin series. I'd have to uh, check the uh, the history, but I feel like Cook's been pretty good at backing up in the past, despite playing huge minutes and, and making huge tackle counts in Origin. Cam Murray, you'd think, uh, would normally back up, but just having come back from that ankle injury might be a little bit more of a question mark. I don't know if I'm just being an optimistic Latrell Mitchell owner, but you'd think uh, <laughs> playing in the centres in Origin, um, he'd probably be more likely to back up um, than the other two. Having a look at the uh, the Knights team, still no uh, Callum Ponga, who was obviously scratched from that Origin squad um, through the week. Um, and still managing that groin strain. A few changes there. Kurt Mann into the centres. Phoenix Crossland back from a minor injury in the halves to partner Jake Clifford. So a little bit more playmaking uh, in the six and seven for them uh, this week. Um, Jaden Braley's been in pretty bad fantasy form, but obviously safe as houses in terms of his spot. Brody Jones was a bit of a possible cheapie last week. He's still in that starting side with Tyson Frizzell sidelines. So uh, a few little talking points around the Knights at the moment. Yeah, the Caitlin Ponga thing's been annoying, hasn't it? So it, it seemed like three or four weeks ago where Adam O'Brien was saying, you know, he was crossing his fingers that Ponga would be back the following week and then uh, didn't play, missed another game, named for Origin, missed Origin, and now it's definitely out again. So um, it sounds like he and a bunch of others are back uh, for round uh, 15. Um, you know, Clem is back from suspension, a couple of others back from injury so they're going to bring them all back at once but um yeah i guess he's still a hold for those of us who have him for one more week um elsewhere yeah braley i guess is a big talking point everyone's got him just about he was one of the best cash cows in the first uh, part of the season but um he's scoring around 40 after scoring close to 70 points a game for the first uh nine or ten rounds so yeah i mean again it's not a week to be selling green dots and especially fairly consistent scorers like Braley is but uh, maybe if after this week you've got a solid 17 he might be one to offload if he has another bad score I think his scores will improve when the team improves which I guess um, is a good chance for happening when Ponger and Pierce and all these guys come back that's yeah, a fair point. Um, yeah, I think you mentioned Adam O'Brien in there. Round 15, the, the Warriors game, he's sort of been talking about for a little while as getting some troops back. So ideally, uh, for those of us who are frustrated and sitting on uh, the likes of Callum Ponger, it's just this last week out and then he, uh, then he returns. Uh, the final Saturday game, the Raiders and the Broncos down there at GIO Stadium. Uh, Raiders, they've made a few changes. Bailey Simonson drops uh, to fullback to replace Caleb Akins, who goes back to uh, reserve grade. Jack Whiten's been named to back up um, from origin duty in the halves. Um, Tom Starling still stuck on the bench um, after a couple of uh, big scores and big minute games. The starting hooker, uh, Josh Hodgson, now seems to be back in favour as the, uh, the starting number nine. Yeah, Tom Starling, is he a sell? Would he be a sell if you had a uh, comfortable 17 this week? Yeah, I'm selling him this week, even though I'm probably still going to have to make two trades just to get up to, uh, to 17 because, I mean, based on that, what do you get, 20 minutes? last game yep. break even of 60 this week if similar happens that you know I was kind of hopeful when when the team dropped that he was going to be on after you know half an hour and he'd play hooker and Hodgson and go to a, a roving lock roll but obviously that didn't happen and he only got on at the uh, the end of the game and didn't score too many so um yeah I think he's probably going to have to be a sell before he uh, sheds too much cash and um I mean, my personal issues are in the halves with Cleary probably out and Schuster out, so I might have to uh, – could be a Starling to Albert Kelly trade or something like that um, for myself. 
Um, and the other one, I guess, is uh, CHN uh, was a big cash cow option at the start of the year and is now scoring like a genuine gun. So his last few games, 87 in his last game and a couple of 60s or scores around 60 before that. So is he in, you know, gun territory now? He's still under 600K. I don't know if he's in your team already, but he might be a possible keeper for the run home. I don't think he's going to keep up scoring like this, but he might score around 50, say. Yeah, actually, um, I bought him a few weeks ago, so it's remarkable that he hasn't been dropped or injured yet based on how my season's <laughs> it panning out. But it's one it's one move that has uh, panned out. I, I think the, the week I got him, he only got 30, and I was a bit irritated. But yeah, obviously coming off a, a huge score uh, last start, um, I don't know if you'd be expecting to, what was he, sort of 10 tackle bus or something like that. I don't think, mm. um, you know, scores in the 80s are going to be all that common. But um, now that he, I actually spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, uh, he was talking about just getting his legs legs under him, getting his legs going and um, feeling a, a little bit better out there and getting a, a bit more involved. So I think he's, um, you know, a little bit more dynamic with his running and a few more tackle busts could be um, hopefully the, the trend or the, the way forward for Hadawira Nida. Um Probably the last week to get him. I think his break-even is still very low, but his price is starting to head towards being a little bit awkward. Was in a five... 560 thereabouts, yeah, 560k. Yeah. So, um, yeah, still a low break even, but if you want him and you think he's going to keep scoring heavily, I think this is the week to get him. Obviously, Hudson Young still uh, playing cup at the moment. So, um, Harawira Naira seems to be, uh, sorry, Harawira Naira seems to be in favour. And, um, yeah, definitely the last week, though, to get him if you want him. Yep, yep, fair enough. Um, I think that's all for Canberra. Yep, um, Brisbane. Well, what about this? They've changed the halves again. I don't know how many times I've said that this year. And Carmichael Hunt returns his first NRL game since 2009 when he left the Broncos originally via, I think, French rugby, then AFL, then Super Rugby um, at the uh, the ripe old age of 34. He's not exactly a, a prospect for the future, but uh, Kevy wants to get some wins in the short term. So Tyson Gamble is the man who has been punted uh, to bring Carmichael back into uh, the team. He's been playing in the centres for uh, South Slogan Magpies, six games in the centres, and then last week at halfback uh, had a quiet outing, although they did win the game. Um, been added to fantasy today at 246k. I certainly won't be buying him, but um, yeah, thoughts on him? Yeah, so I mean, his stats have been pretty good in the in reserve grade. So a few tries and assists. Um, I think you had a story on him earlier today. Yeah, three tries, four assists but, in seven games. Like I said, mostly playing in the centres, but he's you know had a yeah. couple of line breaks and tackle busts along the way. I guess, I mean, it's all about is he going to keep his spot in the halves? And we were wondering about this with Anthony Milford at the start of the year and Tyson Gamble was looking good and he's now dropped and Albert Kelly played great last week. So I assume Kelly's safe at least for a while, but we've made that assumption before. So I don't know. I mean, I guess with Hunt, um, yeah, I'd say he's risky at this point. We have to wait, you know, better to wait and see how he plays at least this week and then uh, make a decision later. Also, um, Tyson Gamble, is he a sell now? Well, yeah, I mean, I, he might be back in a few... He might be back next week. He might yeah. be back in a month. But, I mean, having already made a bit of cash and with, you know, I think was one really bad score in between a few scores, mostly in the 40s. He's not exact. Even if you knew he was coming back, he wouldn't be a compelling hold anyway. So I think probably just about part ways with uh, Tyson Gamble. Um, the rest of the team list, uh, Jermaine Izarko has also paid the price for a um, 
Bit of an error riddled performance uh, last week. Kirby Farmworth goes to fullback. Dale Coffey recalled in the centres. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo, last week's debutant, he keeps his spot with Xavier Coates back from Origin, taking David Mead's spot. Uh, Payne Haas has been named. Obviously, went off with a bit of a knee injury a couple of weeks ago. Um, was in a, under a bit of an injury cloud, even heading into um, you know Blues camp. But um, seems like he's probably okay. But Price has um, sort of been sliding and then sliding a bit more um, of late. And then uh, TC Rabadi down on the bench, a couple of tries. Uh, very low break even, but probably not um, reliable minutes uh, in terms of someone you'd want to buy in fantasy, I don't think. Yeah, still a bit risky, I think. Might be playing you know, around 25 minutes a game uh, early on at least. Um, and yeah, Haas, another one of those guys to keep an eye on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he backs up. You know, he's a, he's a machine uh, for a guy his size. So um, yeah, one to buy down the road, I think. Absolutely. Um, Warriors and the Storm is the 2pm Sunday game up there at the Central Coast um, in Gosford. Reese Walsh has taken the uh, the early plea, so he misses a week. Roger Tuovasashek goes back to his preferred fullback role. Edward Cozzi, uh, the rookie, comes in on the wing. Um, uh, Torhu Harris has been named to start on an edge, although it even seems, you know, he's been named on edge before and seems to play a fair bit of middle. Josh Kara makes his comeback from that elbow strain uh, to play in the lock role, which is a little bit of a surprise, but he is uh, a pretty busy tackler, Josh Curran, so anyone still holding him will probably enjoy seeing the, uh, the 13 on his back. Yeah, so he's still pretty good value, I think. Um, 496. Um He's scored better than 50 points a game this year, Curran. So, yeah, you're laughing if you've got him already. He has he has had a couple of tries in, the, in that in the last couple of weeks um, that he played. So, um, yeah, good scorer. Tohu Harris, I think, scores great regardless of whether he's playing, you know, officially at lock or in the second row. So, um, still a gun. He's very expensive, but he's been uh, super consistent. Um, did you pick him up recently? He scored less than 60 for the first time. I don't know if... Yeah, that was, that was not a coincidence. Curse. I bought him and he scored yeah. under 60 for the first time. That's there why that happened. Yep. Great. It's still 55. <laughs> a pretty solid <laughs> score. I'm sure he'll bounce back soon or get injured. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those two are the main ones with Welsh out for one week, one more week. Um, uh, yeah, Jazz Tavunga dropped out of the hole 17. Uh, it's a big blow for someone who used to be very fantasy relevant. Yeah, certainly uh, not, not the so much case, this season. Um, this year. Uh, Storm team, a uh, bit of a, uh, a mixed bag, mostly players named to back up um, from Origin. They've also got two waiting on uh, judiciary outcomes. So Remus Smith uh, seeking a downgrade to be able to play and Nelson Asfa-Solomona needs a, a not guilty to be able to play. So they're both named at the moment. But that uh, judiciary hearing takes place uh, not too long after this podcast, so you might even have the answer by the time you, uh, you listen to this. Uh, Harry Grant named on the bench. Uh, Christian Welch, who uh, missed the... The, uh, the last game before Origin with uh, some knee soreness. He's also named on the bench. Um, Felice Kafusi named to start. So uh, Cameron Munster also, uh, despite missing a few games with his um, foot injury before Origin, named to back up as well. But I'd be surprised if all those guys play, but uh, I guess it's a bit of a wait and see what happens on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess, you know, leaving aside the Origin guys, again, it's a tough time to be buying any of those guys. Um Jerome Hughes is in incredible form, another mm. score of 81 on the weekend. Uh, Brandon Smith had a good score. He's scoring a lot of tries recently. I don't know if that's going to be sustainable when Harry Grant's back in the team full-time, so um, probably not one to get at the moment. Nico Hines, what did he get, 50, 49 last week, which was um, unders compared to his previous few weeks. A lot of people made him captain for the buy round, and he did okay, but not great. But um, every chance he has another big one. 
this week. With Harry Grant, do we expect him to ever play 80 minutes this year? He might do it for Queensland and not for Melbourne. I mean, I think... There's, there's a couple of factors here. One is the the multiple injuries he's had. So he missed the start of the year with a knee strain and then he came back and, and hurt his hammy. So he hasn't really had a solid run at it. And the other factor is how well he's working in concert with Brandon Smith, have that one-two punch, Harry Grant off the bench. It's, I guess it's a bit of a luxury for the Storm. I can't really think of too many other clubs uh, where Harry Grant would be starting from the bench. But, I mean, they're winning games doing it. Brandon Smith's work at, at dummy half has actually improved through the season as well. Um, so yeah. they can probably afford to do it all year. I think probably towards the end of the season, I'd expect, um, you know, once the business stuff gets pretty close, Harry Grant, you, you'd want him out there for, for longer than 50 minutes. So he might sort of be starting later, but um, I dare say right through the origin period, uh, he won't be, which then makes him at best for fantasy purposes, uh, very much sort of a late season pickup heading into your uh, league finals or the run home. Yep, Absolutely. The second Sunday game, the Eels take on the West Tigers. Uh, Parramatta have named uh, Junior Paulo to back up from Origin. They will be without Reid Marnie, who um, left Queensland camp to play for the Eels last week and uh, dislocated his shoulder. We thought it was a, uh, a ruptured peck at first and probably three months out. So fortunately, that's not the case. Only going to miss uh, a couple of weeks. There were some really big scores, actually, for the Eels. Gutherson, Sevo, Madison, all uh, hitting 70-plus. Um, Dylan Brown made a huge difference to that side as well. Um, lots of run meters and a score in the 60s for him uh, as well so um, some pretty good fantasy scores uh, from the Eels uh, except for the ones that I've got so Mitch Moses and Isaiah Papali'i <laughs> both really struggled yeah so Moses um, missed a lot of conversion chances and then went off pretty early they had the game in the bag uh, you know 32 nil up or something and he went off with maybe 25 minutes left so yeah. That won't happen too often for a halfback um, who, who's normally a pretty reliable goal kicker as well. So expect him to bounce, bounce back. Um, Papali, he, he's been a bit down uh, in the last few weeks. He's not playing 80 minutes in the second row. They don't need him to. Um, he's been playing fine, but his scores are a bit off. Are you concerned at all as an owner? So 34 last week, not um, great. Pretty concerned that I've just flat out broken him. To be honest, he was fine mm. until I uh, I snapped him up. I feel like just having a look now. I feel like his tackle busts have dried up. He was pretty reliably getting sort of, you know, three, five, seven busts a week. Um, yeah, they've dropped off. So he hasn't got. He's got two or three the past four games. He was before that. It was seven busts, four busts, five, five, six. So he's you know, a lot of scores just from um, just from busts up until the past month or so. There's obviously a sin bin in there. Uh, I think it was last week, although he did retrieve that score a little bit um, with a try. Um, but yeah, the minutes are probably. I know he's sort of playing off the bench at the start of the year and scoring well, but that was mostly in the middle. I think if he's on an edge, you probably want him out there for the the whole game, um, just to, to have enough time to get through the stats. If he's if he's not doing the the middle work rate, so I guess a little bit of a wait and see. If you if you don't have him, he might actually be quite attractively priced pretty soon. But um, if you do have him already, then it's a little bit of a worry. Absolutely, and yeah, as you said, Reed Barney, probably a couple of weeks uh, they're expecting now yeah. after. Um, fears of a long-term pick injury, so yeah, one to hold if you've got him. And the uh, the Tigers team, um, they have named Joe Offenghawi to back up from Origin. Moses Embai, who went off early with a, a bit of a knee strain, uh, was assessed on the night as not being too serious and uh, has been named, so hopefully that's the case. Um, in terms of the rest of their team, some up and down scores. Luke Brooks has been going pretty well of late. Um, Alex Twal has had some um, sort of mediocre scores starting at prop, but had a, a really good one, uh, maybe two good ones back to back now. Um, yeah. Dane Laurie's retrieved his score a couple of weeks in a row with um, some attacking stats. So, um, yeah, a few sort of up and down scores in the Tigers team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
you know, a good good result for them. Uh, yeah, Laurie, 49, you can keep him for a while until his price has peaked. Uh, Brooks looks like a keeper at this rate. Uh, with Shane Lua, 55 as well with that try. So, um, yeah, things are looking good. And by I thought was going to be out as well this week. But um, good sign for him. Handy backup option in the centres or a fullback in a week like this where a lot of players could be out of action pretty much covers it I think for the uh, West Tigers the final game of the round we get a Monday game due to the public holiday the Bulldogs and the Dragons 4pm at Stadium Australia uh, Bulldogs team um, Jake Haverillo just continues to haunt me with some huge scores the, the mm-hmm. absolute form uh, fantasy centre of the, the competition at the moment is probably the main one uh, Aaron Shop, the rookie got a, a try um, probably start a, a few sort of price rises for him if he can hold that spot as well in the centres yeah, he's doing well, keeping the spot as well. Um, they're the main ones. Luke Thompson's still been really consistent this year, uh, scoring in the high 50s. Um, and uh, Nick Chotrich has kind of bounced back a bit from uh, yep. a poor start in the first couple of months, uh, averaging 47 these last three. So, yeah, not that cheap, but um, if you want a slightly cut price, center slash winger fullback option, he's, he's amongst the, the better ones. Yeah, for sure. And the uh, to the Dragons team, obviously a, a huge win last week. Matt Dufty, a, a monster score with a couple of tries and five try assists. Ben Hunt scoring really well as well. They have named uh, Tarek Sims, I think, down in the reserves list. So that probably has flow-on effects for uh, Jack Bird, who scored reasonably well in his first ever start in the forward pack last week, although he did have a, a runaway try early on and, you know, quote-unquote only got to 53. So it wasn't a hugely busy outing for him in the pack um, after that Maybe point. Maybe a, a jog away he was he looked very much like a uh, a forward very quickly once he got into space didn't he um and yeah otherwise uh jared beal a couple of handy scores uh back to back a low break even this week although some question marks over his job security once uh, sims and lomax are, are back in the team yeah exactly so there's a chance that uh sims comes back as soon as monday uh in the second row and jack bird who's you know, he impressed the coach in the second row, but he doesn't seem that keen himself on mm. playing in the forwards just yet. So he can move back to the centres and uh, and Beal could drop out or when Lomax comes back as soon as next week, um, both current centres could drop out. So, yeah, job security, a bit of a concern there. Um, otherwise, yeah, Ben Hunt, as he said, 70 points on the weekend. Uh, Jackson Ford, a third straight score in the 50s, um, looks solid. Uh, I assume Jack DeBellin's game time and scores will improve uh, from here, so he's not really by himself, but that will affect other players in the uh, in the middle uh, for the Dragons. Well, I mean, Jackson for, Jackson Ford's probably the uh, the main one because once DeBellin sort of picks up some more minutes, that yeah. 13 jersey is, is where they're going to come from. So be a little bit hesitant about having uh, Jackson Ford at the moment um, if DeBellin's going to be increasing his minutes. Um, yeah, Bird's an interesting one. I, I spoke to him actually after this game. I was covering it for NRL.com and I've spoken to him a few times this year. And it's, so, it's such a cliche for players to just say, I'll just play wherever the coach wants me. But he's actually <laughs> quite honest about, I want to play in the centres. I don't think I'm a forward. I think it's best for the team if I'm in the centres. And he, he's said it um, I think I spoke to him after the the trial at the start of the year um, and then again on Thursday night and yeah he's definitely keen to uh, to be in this I mean he still says he'll do what the coach wants him to do but yeah he's certainly uh, keen to stay out in the centers so um, yeah um, one to watch in that sense anyway that's all uh, eight team lists back into a, a full round after the split round last week we'll get to some Twitter questions in a minute but first our DoorDash Dasher of the week so kick us off who'd you go last week and who are you going this week 
I think I went Ben Hunt last week and he did very well, 70 points. Oh, um, so that's a, a success. And this week I'm going to go another half who's uh, possibly underpriced, former gun, uh, Sean Johnson. He's in the news a bit about uh, his future contract. Um, but fantasy-wise, uh, missed the start of the season through injury, had a, quiet, couple, a few quiet games, uh, low scores, and then 57 uh, in his last game, kicking goals again. Uh, as I said, uh, getting a lot of kick meters with no Chad Townsend uh, is capable of scoring mid-50s um, potentially for the rest of the season if the Sharks have a bit of form. So here's my pick. He's in very few teams, I think less than half a percent of fantasy teams. So a real pod if you want to take a gamble. There you go. I went for Sam McIntyre, who did not too bad at uh, 39, certainly above uh, recent form. And this week I'll go for Lightning to strike twice at the Parramatta Eels and Dylan Brown, who's in uh, just over 1% of teams, to have another uh, good score. He was extremely busy in his first game back from suspension. Uh, time to get into some Twitter questions. Not as many as usual. Everyone's obviously uh, sidetracked by uh, the impending state of origin, maybe just waiting to see what sort of carnage that wreaks on their fantasy teams before they worry about trades. Uh, we'll start off with Violent Peel, who asks, is there any news on why Curtis Sirenin is out if it's an extended period? Is Carl Lawton worth a look? Um, I mean, my understanding with Curtis Sirenin is it's, uh, it has been a long-term knee injury and he's been very close for a few weeks. I think was named actually in the 17 um, the previous week and uh, ended up pulling out. So uh, probably not too far away, I'd have thought. Yeah, I think he might be due back next week. It was a chance this week, so... Um yeah, I don't think it's a long-term thing from here on out. So, yeah, Lawton's a bit risky with Plus, Schuster to come back as well. Um, yeah, Ola Kawatu is a specialist edge forward and then obviously Schuster, like you said, could be back uh, any week now as well. Uh, Shane Reamer asks, uh, should he get Torhu Harris as a unique for his head-to-head or go for Corey Hadawira-Nida for $200,000 uh, cheaper looking at the Raiders at home against the Broncos in cold conditions? It's a tough one, isn't it? So, I mean... you. It's probably a bit of a case if you get what you pay for. Tom Harris is is absolutely rock solid. Um, should average 60 from here on out, maybe better, uh, but he's very expensive. Uh, CHN still a little bit of a gamble. He did start the season with a few quieter games and then uh, hit his straps in the last few weeks. I think his last two weeks have had the most tackles, fewest missed tackles and most run meters you know, of any games this season. So if that form continues, then he's a keeper. Um, maybe it is worth saving that money and spending it elsewhere. But, yeah, it's a little bit of a gamble. I mean, it's that kind of thing. You spend a bit more for the, for the safe, secure option or you can um, – yeah, take a little bit of a risk. What do you think? Have you you've got CHN? Are you? I've got both of them. Yeah, I um, oh, okay. I would probably if I was buying one this week, I think I would go for CHN. Just I mean, there's every chance they score pretty similarly. I mean, Torhu might get sixty and CHN might get yeah. fifty five, or he might get seventy five, or you know, what's worst case for for how do we tonight? Like. 40s or something he's been playing 80 minutes he's been going pretty well so um you know for low break even i think especially if you're planning on getting both of them eventually then certainly um, yeah. chn's the more urgent one yeah toho's price might go down if anything um chn unless he gets back to i think he had a 30 really early on this year with a lot of missed tackles but uh, as you say he seems to have shaken off that form so yes if you can get both then chn is the one to get first Yep, and uh, I think it's the last one for now, but Michael writes in, is James Tedesco a keeper through the origin period? My only replacement um, would be Gutherson, but he doesn't play around 17. I've only got 10 trades left. Might not be worth it. Yeah, in that situation, definitely hold. I'll be holding myself anyway. If you're going to sell him, you know, the time to do it is probably last week and purely for the sake of the buy rounds. Um, 
yeah, even if he gets rested this week, he's, he's a gun when you're fullback. We're going to all run out of trades pretty early, I think, this season, so don't waste them trading out guns. Yep, I tend to agree, especially with only 10 trades left. I would be sitting on James Tedesco. That is uh, all eight teams, sorry, all eight games, teamless, and uh, all the Twitter questions. Our thanks, as always, to our sponsors, DoorDash Dom. Thank you for dragging yourself off your deathbed to dial into <laughs> this one. I'll let you get back to it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back uh, next week to discuss around 15 teams.